Hello there, thank you for joining in. Thank you for listening to Stories of NYCAC. Uh, this is uh, Z, and this, this little podcast has been a project and ambition of mine to create. Uh, mostly in my head, but now it's live. Um, but this podcast, I really wanted to use it to bring our community, our church community, closer together. And in the coming episodes, I'm looking forward to bringing on different guests, different members uh, of our community uh, to hear their stories and also talk about different topics so that our community will be strengthened through it. Uh, So again, thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy. All right, we're live. How you feeling, Abe? This is under protest. Please document that Abe was forced into this. So uh, I have uh, Abraham here. This is our pilot episode of uh, the podcast of mine. Reason I'm bringing Abraham on is because he's the commish of our fantasy football league, and he's been a commish for how many years now? Five. Five years, um, and he's been a terrible commish all of these five years. Maybe four, actually. I but, think four. But five years, five years of horrible management. Uh, but I gotta bring him on anyway, otherwise he might kick me out of the league. Uh, so today we're just so gonna can talk we put about- on record this man <laughs> started a petition to get me evicted as the commissioner and this petition was not signed by the league yeah they have one one signature <laughs> which is just his own or something like that on change.org uh but yeah hey thanks for coming on we'll uh, see we'll see if, if we i, I predict i will be on record now i predict z will be on the bottom two this year and be kicked out of the league before we go to predictions abe how are you doing i'm good how was uh how's your trip Good, good. Okay. Um, so fantasy. Five years. This is the fifth year, so it's technically four years of commissioning. Mm. I don't. What, what, what do you want to talk about? We got we got two newcomers this year. We got two newcomers, right? We, we already got... one of those newcomers already uh, pulling a veteran move by not showing up. Yeah, I mean, bold move by Drew, man. First year in the league, and he's like. What about this league? I don't need to show up. What What do you uh, hope to see this year? Outside of me getting kicked out, which is not going to happen. I want some excitement. I want some like up and down drama. The last person coming suddenly makes like, a miraculous five game run at the end or something. Something epic. Or like, uh, I, just like last time, two years ago. What's the hardest part of being a When I have to reject the trade and people like Zeeman Lee come at me like, Oh, it's not fair. Well, guess what? I'm trying to protect the integrity of the league. That was a drama last year. When our shady, corrupt commissioner rejected a legit trade. It was not a legit trade. <laughs> it was, according to trade evaluators on Yahoo and on outside resources, it was a lopsided trade. That's why you don't trust algorithms. That's why you can't trust algorithms. I'm pretty sure if we evaluate the trade afterwards, it was lopsided before and after. So I stand correct no, that the, the trade was lopsided. The, the lopsided trade was the trade I made after you rejected that trade. Well, I got Keenan Allen. That would have been a lopsided trade. That was the trade that got me to first place. I have no comment. So you're, so the most difficult thing about being commissioned is when you had to reject trades? Try to be objective. Try to be objective? That's tough when you're playing in the league. How do you do that? How do you try to be objective? I use outside algorithms that are outside of my control, so I'm unbiased. This, this year? Wait a second. I'm pretty sure Dan got a trade. Who did Chris trade Russell Wilson to? It was Dan, right? That was later in the season. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it was the stand, though. Was it the stand? I don't remember. I was too busy winning at that point. That trade, I didn't think was fair. But that the trade algorithm said it was fair, and therefore I let it go through. Yeah, I didn't let my bias say, oh, no, this should not go through. Also, if you block that trade, you would have got your head on the chopping block. I do not make decisions out of fear. I make them out of what is fair and not fair. No, you make decisions. No, because I remember if you let that trade go through because you were playing stand that week. That's why it looked shady, but I didn't make decisions because of that. I was pretty sure I was going to lose anyways. Did Henry ever win one? Henry made two finals back to back and lost second place both times. Uh, uh. Once to you and once to me. Good so job. I won one, beat Henry, and then you won one. We have one something in Henry. common. We have something in common. We defeated the enemy. You do hold the record for youngest owner to win. I own the I own the best winning streak at the end. Though. The end win streak, I was I won nine straight to win that championship. That because, was because I was one and six, and then I ran I ran the table in the regular season, the last sixteen, then be seven and six. I came in as a six, and then I ran I, I finished off three three straight wins. That was the Victor Cruz season. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the picked them up picked them up in the waivers. And no, I picked up two running backs too. I forgot which two running backs I picked up, but that was the year where I was one and six, and you're like. You're getting kicked out in your first league year. I was like, no, I refuse <laughs> to get kicked out. I'm not getting kicked out the first year. Tell, tell us about the two newcomers. So we have Drew, Mr. Mr. High Roller, plays in big leagues, big fish coming in. And then we have uh, Moe. We have Mike Oe coming in, the professional doctor. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on these two, uh, two new contestants into the league? I think it just adds more spice to the league. I love, I love Mike. His, his last against the other Mike is just wonderful. That add some color commentary into our group chat. Mm. And Drew's just a good player overall. So it's going to bring a lot of excitement to the league. The more good players you have, the harder it is to win. Where do the you, more the win counts. Where do you think Mike and Drew will end up? Which place? This being their inaugural season into this league. They're, I think both of them have a chance to win it all. I think I think they, one of them can win it all. So like... I don't think either one will get kicked out this year. I think an OB will get kicked out this year. I think both of them survived the cut. Who do you think will get kicked out? I don't know. It's too hard to tell. It's like it's all about the injury. In terms of manager skill, based on what we've what we've seen the past couple of years, who do you think has the highest chance? Okay, no, you gotta take outside factors into consideration too. Like, I don't know who's like busy and doing research because I think all it goes down is how much time you have to put into the league and how much time you have in other things that are getting you like caught up. So like, if you have kids and like those things are take occupying time, then you know it's understandable. You know, if you can't draft as well. Or like if you have work and you can't show up to the draft or like, you know, there's other considerations. I still need... I think Jeff might be at risk because he has a newborn, I think. So I think it's just a lot of family demand. Obviously, I have my pick of who I think will uh, obviously be kicked out. Um, barring any good luck. Who, who, who do you have, Z? I think I think it's a consensus agreement on the highest manager. Who do you think out of that list? Michael Sang. Michael Sang. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna put it out there. Highest chance. Mike, if you're listening, you know why. He might be drafting for a list from two years ago sometime. I think he I think he just likes to draft players that are over 35 years old. Yeah. I think he just relates <laughs> players. No? Maybe, maybe. But it's more knowledge. fun if Mike stays in the league. Because, like, picking a Henry sometimes gets annoying. Worst person to trade with is Henry. Henry doesn't make trades, though. That's the thing. Like, he would try. But, like, how many trades of Henry's has actually gone through? <laughs> That's because... He'll propose trades, but how many have you had come to my desk and both parties agreed? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying the, the, the worst trader experience is probably with Henry. You walk away from the negotiations frustrated. 
I, I wonder what his tactics are. But like, he does decent. He has never been in jeopardy though. That's the thing. Henry had never won, but he's never also never been in jeopardy. He's never been in the bottom four. I think he floats around eight to five. Five to eight is usually where Henry floats. You're the only team that has a co-man. Tell me, how how's uh, how's it like managing with Justin? It's great. I have I have someone to bounce my ideas off of. You have to talk to the wall. That's true. I don't. I, I no longer have uh, have Stan, who uh, is just a couple of cubicles away to talk to. Very so, good. So what was a move? Because Justin is the more likable, quiet owner of the two. Uh, less obnoxious. Definitely, I will vote for him as commissioner. I think he'll be a lot more competent. There's some some moves that he has saved you from that you can remember. I remember, I forgot, I can't remember the player. One year I was going to draft someone, but they were IR'd they, in training camp. And I didn't get the news that they were IR'd. And just like, wait, that player's IR. I was like, oh, okay, let's draft someone else. I think that's probably like the, the advantage of having co-manager sitting next to you. So that was the biggest move that Justin saved you from. Drafting a player that was in the IR. Yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was like the fifth or sixth round one year. It was not last year for sure. I think it was... Three years back. I think, yeah, 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 I think they were on the IR. I feel like uh, the teams from the Chinese congregation are really strong year in and year out. Ivan, Viper, consistent playoff makers. So I got to give it to them. Yeah, so they don't, they don't miss playoffs usually. So usually you're fighting for four spots in the playoffs, basically. Yep, have they even ever not made the playoffs? I don't think so. I, th I think they win year in, year out. At least one of them makes it, usually both. Outside of draft, I mean, the draft is the best part of the, the league. The best time of the, of the season. Uh, but trades are also fun. I just, I just, I wish our, our league would make more trades. Actually, I think our league is pretty conservative. I think it's overall conservative. If no one wants to make a mistake, I think you'll have a lot of fun making trades with Drew and Mike. I think those guys are willing to trade. Cause I made, I made a trade with Mike last season in B League, and I was pretty close. I think with Drew making a trade, like they're both pretty game. Like if you're like willing to like benefit each other. Like, you know, I had to trade a wide receiver running back because we both needed the need for the week. So, like, they're no, pretty games. That's, game. that's uh... So, you'll, you'll probably see more trades coming this season. You think so? I feel I like... Because I think Drew, Mike will trade, you will trade, Stan will trade. Usually, Chris and Amanda will trade, too. So, you're going to have, like, six to seven managers that are, like, on the trading side. Whereas, you have, like, maybe four or five guys that are more like, let me pick up guys and get... I feel like most of the owners are conservative. See, if we wanted more trades, I think... The the one suggestion that, now, you, now that you reminded me, I've heard, are we going to have an IR slot? Because we're not a dynasty league, but there's the short-term IR. I think we, sh we, we should consider having an IR spot. And it makes sense that you get an IR spot, but then what the IR spot basically does is just first person you get that person and stashing them until that person comes off the IR. Whereas, like, you just leave them on the waiver until first person picks it up. So, like... There's a counter-argument to that. Yeah, so the strategy for IR is... Just stash a good player and hope he comes back. Hope, hope he comes back. And but everyone gets IR spot, then... If you have an IR slot, then you might not have that uh, star player coming off the IR. That everyone just pick up and change the whole season. Yeah. So, like, I think I'm of the mindset that we... If we add IR, we have to take a bench. Another another suggestion is the fab budget for a waiver wire system. Instead of priority. In terms of instead of priority and instead of having to wake up at 4 a.m. Because if you put in fab budget, that takes priority over... I don't know how I feel about that. I know exactly which players 
would be against the people able to wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say it's unfair because everyone has the same budget. So like, it just, I think fab budget, you might want to experiment that in the B League. Yeah. How, okay, I think we'll start the fab budget this year in the B League for sure. That could be, that could be the test, the testing ground. Yeah, see how it works out. See how. So we're, we're piloting fab budget for B League this year. Okay, this is official now, so we are piloting. Piloting the fab budget. In terms of where this fantasy league fits within the church, even people that are interested in football, because it's such a big part of our English ministry community, because our church leaders are involved, everyone knows who wins when there's a winner, and everyone hears the trash talk. Just uh, just before service, after service, everyone's always buzzing about football during the football season. Everybody's on their phones during the annual meeting. <laughs> They're like hmm. checking in box scores, and then you walk by someone during lunch, like, "Hey, you hear someone so scored three touchdowns?" It's just like part of like I think it sparks conversation between even League A and League B players. You know, they're always just talking like, "Hey, did you see so and so score a touchdown?" I think it's good for engagement in the community. How can we? How do you think we can get more people? My my hope is that one day we get more interest. I think right now we have probably eight active players in B League. We have a capacity for. 11, 12 players. So like, that would be 24 active players. I think just more active players. I wouldn't, and we can even create a C league for all that. Like, just, you know, cause we have that keeper league too now. So technically it's three leagues. I really want more uh, interest from the rest of the congregation, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. I always wanted to do like end the season awards. MVP. Oh, I think we should get- Best, we should, best yeah. manager. Yeah, and then we all vote. And see where you come because I think, I think if we do like hidden ballots and everything, I think people will be pretty honest in our league. Speaking of rules, are we gonna enforce that? Uh, everybody dress up. Sports attire. That's what we have. A, uh, sports attire. Now. Sports attire is the rule. So either you dress up in a bun down, draft day appropriate, or you dressed up in sports. Because I think it's a good compromise. You know, we're a fantasy team, so if you wear a jersey, I think there's no like, there's no reason why you can't wear a jersey to a fantasy draft or like a Jets T-shirt or whatever. Unless. Unless we make an award. Best draft day dress. Best like, draft day costume. Who, who, who would want to win that award? What are incentives to win the award if we're doing it? How about, yeah, let's make it happen. Let's make end of season awards happen. Alright, so this is how we end the podcast, the first inaugural podcast. Things, food for thought. Food for thought. So there you have it. The very first episode of this podcast series. And thank you uh, for tuning in and looking forward to making more episodes and inviting more members on to this podcast uh, in 